Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast with me, your host, Chanel Patrice Hancock here in Akron, Ohio, where right now it is sweltering hot, 93 degrees Fahrenheit, which would be like 33 degrees Celsius, I believe. Don't quote me on that because I suck at the conversion (laughs) of Fahrenheit versus Celsius. Um, However... Um, I want to thank everybody for the new subscribers, and I want to thank Anchor for continuing to sponsor the show. Without them, I wouldn't have 13.6K listeners in 108 countries and growing. We are 87 countries away from conquering the entire globe Having Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast in all 195 countries by the end of the year is going to be an awesome goal to achieve. You know, I hope that by the end of the year I can be at 25K or more listeners. That would be great. Um, I have to say that Having this platform to be able to talk about language learning from a visually impaired perspective, my perspective, how I learn, how other people I know learn who have low vision or no vision at all, or any other additional disability that might not be related to, you know, um, vision loss, you know, it, it helps me tremendously be able to connect with people like you guys on a weekly basis. So I just want to thank you guys for all the support, for the interest in the podcast, sharing the podcast on iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Google Play Store, other platforms, um, Apple Podcast. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And, you know, evidently, this is something that, you know, is a blessing for me and I really appreciate all the support. Please continue to rate, review, and share the podcast with people who love language learning podcasts. And if you like more um, of a connection with me, you can go to facebook.com and search under Chanel's Language Learning Journey Mastermind, which is my group on Facebook. You just have to answer the three questions. And myself or another admin or moderator will accept you. Um, And, you know, you can follow me on Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram. And I just love doing this because this is just something that means the world to me um, necessarily. It's a passion for me to share my love for language learning. And so I just want to say thank you to you guys for continuing to listening to me week in and week out. And so, you know, I wanted to do a update on my Swedish progress. Um, you know, personally, over, I would say, almost two years ago, Come September, I decided I wanted to learn Swedish. And, you know, I thought, oh, well, you know, I'll be able to use, uh, you know, Innovative Language Learning Swedish Pod and 
I can just use the Memories app or Colloquial Languages. You know, I wasn't thinking about Mango Languages at the time. Um, Michelle Thomas hadn't come out with their Swedish course yet. It was still in development. And for me, um, you know, I, I did use what resources I had on hand. But for some reason, after a month, nothing stuck. I mean, I used... Um, Pimsleur Swedish from the library, and I it just didn't stick. You know, I don't think I was ready for it. And, you know, I think that's what I want to segue into is sometimes when you're learning a language, you want to learn a language, you think that you're 100% motivated to learn that language, and sometimes it's not even a question of why you want to learn it. It's just like, okay, you just get this big, huge pop in your head. Oh, Swedish, let's do that without like really taking the time to really investigate how many resources you can find in that language, you know, how many courses that may or may not be accessible for that language for you, you know, especially if you're using a screen reader like I am on, on my iOS devices, my iPhone um, 11 Pro or my iPad Pro, for instance, where I learn all my languages from. And, you know, I did it for like, I would say like a month. And then I just became not as interested um, as I thought I would be. And I went on to something else. Um, and I have to say, you know, a friend of mine sent me a book in Swedish. I read it. However, my heart was not there. I mean, I even went as far as to watch all eight episodes of the girl in the dragon tattoo with English subtitles because it was in Swedish and my Swedish was at A0. And I just was not like having it at the time. So I decided I'm going to learn Turkish. So I went and I learned some Turkish. And, you know, ever since doing uh, my collaboration with the Michelle Thomas Method out of Boston, Massachusetts, um, doing affiliate marketing for them and reviewing their courses for my show. If you want to learn Swedish or any of the other languages that they may have, um, the foundation languages in particular, um, you can put the code Chanel, C-H-E-N-E-L-L, into the form field and apply it to the course, and you'll get $100 off the foundation. I mean, not $100 off you'll get uh, $35 off, which is 35%, which instead of paying $100, you would pay 65. And you can either get it in compact disc format or you can just download the Michelle Thomas app from your Google Play Store or your App Store for free. And you can download the digital version onto your, um, phone or tablet or even go on the actual website on your PC or laptop and and from the site itself and access the course there 100% uh, accessible with all screen readers JAWS for Windows NVDA uh, for the PC and voiceover for the Mac and you know I'm going to be honest like I don't regret um, 
re-trying to learn Swedish this time around. I actually got further along this time by using the Michelle Thomas Swedish course in the Memorize app to learn it this time. And it's sticking now. And so, you know, I can actually say without a shadow of a doubt that I have successfully learned 1,300 words using the M-E-M-R-I-S-E app 100% for free. Or, you know, you can get a subscription monthly where you have bonus information as well. But I do the free one. And, you know, I just went to year four and started on year four, went to year five, six, and seven. And I did like half of five and six, and then I did all of year seven. And I wound up learning like between 11 to 1300 words in the course of like eight days. Because once I got started with it, I just couldn't stop myself i was just on a roll i was in what i would call the language learning zone where once i start something i don't want to stop until i finish it and so i did that and then i took some time off um this week um because of the national federation of the blind online 2020 convention which i'm still taking part in um this afternoon um for the final session online and so you know i said i would take a break and um from Swedish but you know I'll still watch a movie with some Swedish subtitles and pick up more information that way while having voiceover read me the um the text that's on the screen in Swedish which is great because it drowns out the English um that's spoken audio wise you know on on the on the TV itself so for me that does have a determining factor of once you get away from a language and you go back to it like a period of time later you come to find out that you found a new love for it that you didn't have before and I think a lot of it was I was still trying to find what my next language was going to be or my next series of languages were going to be and, you know, once again, because um, it takes about 18 months from the idea of creating a course through the Michelle Thomas Method to r- r- creating the, the, the course and having it um, reviewed several times before they even get people to do the course in the studio and then you have to record it and you have to edit it and it takes time for all this to happen so from the time you create the course and 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 get the approval to do it to getting the students to recording it for four days in the studio from nine to five and then the rest of the time is you know trying to um, edit it and, you know, market it and package it right. And, you know, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. And so as a result of, you know, that 
you know, I knew that they were coming out with a Swedish course. I just didn't know when. And in 2018, it wasn't out yet. And it came out, when it came out, um, later on that year, you know, I was in the beginning stages of the podcast. And so I waited until, you know, I could collaborate with them in order to be able to really want to dive myself back into learning the language because I enjoyed that particular method. And, you know, I mean, I could have tried teach yourself, but I didn't feel like it was as accessible for me being visually impaired and using voiceover. So I just decided I would just wait until Michelle Thomas came out with the, the Swedish course and then I would use the Swedish course and then I would supplement it with the Memorize app. And that's exactly what I did. And I also reviewed it for the show a while back. And thank you to all the people that liked that episode because I combined it with the Norwegian course since they were Scandinavian languages. And, and um, you know, I'm sure that they're going to probably come out with a Danish course at some point, um, which when they do, I'll probably review it for the show. Um, but, you know, it does take about 18 months for for these courses to come out. And so you have to be somewhat patient. And I know I was because for me personally, um, Swedish, you know, is a very beautiful language and it has a great history and culture and people and it's very forward thinking in in, uh, its politics and in, you know, uh, equal rights and so forth and so on. So, you know, as a result of this, um, you know, I had a a lot more fun learning it the second time around than I did the first time around when I didn't have as many resources at my disposal. And, well, at least resources that I wanted to use personally. And sometimes you do wait a little while and move on to a different language where you might have the resources to use in order to learn that language to whatever level you want to learn it to, you know, or whatever you want to use it for. And so for me, that's something that I really pride myself on is if I'm going to learn a language, how much of it do I want to know? You know, do I want to get to at least the intermediate level? You know, how long do I think it will take me to get there? Um, You know, I, I believe the more languages you know, the more, you know, easier it is for you to be able to learn it but you also have to be motivated and focused and a lot of times I like to do my language learning either in the early morning or late at night before I go to bed and so for me you know if that means I I open up the the memorize app and I start doing vocabulary and I want to get a hundred words in I'll do that hundred words and I'll skip around I won't go in order I'll skip around and do certain levels whether it's politics or weather or food or whatever it is or sports, I'll do that and then I'll get that hundred words in. And and if I get to that point, then um, I will, um, if I'm not bored, I'll still keep going. I mean, I I actually got through year seven in four days. um, And I mean, all day on Sunday of last weekend, I was just doing 
I did like over 300 words, I believe, 315 words in one day using the app. And so I wasn't that far off from, from finishing. And I finished the rest of it like the next day, that Monday, like mid-afternoon. And once I was done with it, you know, I was very happy that I had completed that course because, you know, I didn't think that some of those words would be vital to me. But now I realize they were once I started watching movies and watching TV programs in Swedish. A lot of those words were being used and I was able to follow along with great ease and understand quite a bit of what was being said. Um, and for me, that's a big deal, whether I go to Sweden or not. At least I can say I know a bit of Swedish. And I even decided to go back to the foundation course of Swedish from the Michelle Thomas Method. And I decided to take another pass at the whole course to make sure I um, could review everything I had learned. And the stuff that I didn't pick up the first time, I can go back and revisit it and probably pick it up again. You know, and I'll do this until I have the whole entire thing um learned because you know you'll be surprised how how many times you have to go back to a particular course because there might be a grammar point that you might have missed or there might be a word or something that you might have not caught on to you know your mind might have been you know kind of like floating around not really focused on that particular word it might have just went through one ear and out the other real quick and you might have not have noticed it and so therefore, as a result of that, you, you know, thought, well, I need to go back because for some reason I can't remember this particular word or this particular phrase or how this was said, you know, so, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, the more repetition you get with the course, the better off you'll be. I did the same thing for Russian and I still do every once in a while. And, you know, it does help. I mean, you'll be surprised how much stuff you might miss the first couple times, even if you're watching a movie. You might have watched the movie 50 times, but that doesn't necessarily mean you caught everything all at once. I mean, I remember I was watching Titanic as a prime example, and there was a part of the movie where I didn't even realize they had showed Leonardo DiCaprio standing there in the corner, you know? Um, and I just, was shocked. I was like, wait, I don't remember this. Where, where did this come from? You know, and, and that's okay. You know, that you don't remember everything. You're not going to remember every single thing. And, and, you know, but if you enjoy using the courses, I would continue using them. I would just supplement with books. I do have Ollie Richards, um, Swedish short stories for beginners and Norwegian short stories for beginners. And, um, you know, I use them both. Um, you know, and that's a good thing when you can find material that's authentic, whether it's a talk show, whether it's a, a TV show, like a soap opera or something, a telenovela, um, which which is good because it goes from one episode to the next episode and it builds on from there in regards to, um, you know, building upon the story for which you're watching in the target language. And that's a good thing because if you can watch something like that that's a half an hour or 45 minutes long, you know, you get more out of it. You actually get how people speak. And, and I would always advise somebody, if you're wanting to have some fun with your language learning, 
Watch a court show. Watch a talk show. You will actually get more out of it because they're actually speaking in the real language. Um, and it's the language that they use on a daily basis. It's not from an academic book. And that's the type of language that you want to surround yourself with. Listening to music is great. Looking up the lyrics is great. Using transliteration is great. Going from your native tongue to the foreign language or from the foreign language back to your native tongue again helps you. You know, especially if you're writing this longhand with a pen or a pencil or you're typing it on a computer or you're using a braille display to crank it out or a slate and stylus by hand to, to crank it out if you're a braille writer. Um, you write braille by longhand or you're using a braille writer to crank it out or whatever. You will come to find that it does help your memory and you be able to spell things correctly. Your, the punctuation, you know, um, the, the sentence structure, how everything's put together. And you're able to utilize everything that you've learned into a written format, which, you know... I don't do a lot of writing, but I do a lot more speaking, so I do try to mind map in my head how um, the sentence is supposed to be, you know, and, and that helps me be able to learn the grammar a lot better too. And so for me, whether it's Korean or whether it's Thai or whether it's Cantonese or Japanese, there's always a certain word order and how they how they um, phrase things when they're speaking. However, you know, you are going to mess it up a little bit, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, I always say, you know, go on Hello Talk, find yourself somebody, you know, ask questions, go into a, a language um, group, like on Facebook, that you can join in a particular target language. I do that. I'm, I'm a part of several different languages. Swedish language, Irish language, Cantonese, Thai, Turkish, Arabic, especially Lebanese Arabic, um, you know, uh, French, Russian, all those languages, Hindi, all those languages that I like to speak, Dutch, Icelandic, Finnish, um, I, I, I am a part of a whole bunch of different languages just because I enjoy them, and I might not be fluent in every single one but the fact that you know I'm able to communicate even at the minute level is it says volumes you know because I'm more of audio listener so I learn everything by ear um, I don't take notes down and I know people that do take notes down if there's someone that's legally blind or or um, totally blind but I don't um, I've just never been not want to do so. I mean, even in college, I had a micro tape recorder and it would take me about three hours just to do one lecture, you know, because I'm listening to it. I'm having to rewind. I'm, you know, and people didn't understand why it would take me so long, but unfortunately that's something that you can't get back. It's time. And the more time you put into your language learning, the better of a language learner you're going to be. The more languages you learn, the better you're going to be at it. And, you know, I found that if I use Michelle Thomas and I use Memorize and I might use Mango and I might use YouTube and TuneIn Radio, SBS Radio, I've even used Coffee Break Swedish. And, you know, and that was another resource I used. 
just to see how much Swedish I had learned. And there were things that I had learned in, in those 10 recordings that I didn't pick up in the other, the other um, resources I had available to me. So, you know, I can say that getting to 1,500 words in about five weeks says volumes for me. I mean, I'm not in a race with myself or anything, but, you know, I said I wanted to be able to give two months worth of study to Swedish, um, you know, um, and I almost done doing that. Um, I plan on going back to Arabic and I will be studying both uh, Levantine and Egyptian Arabic um, again. So, I mean, I have the whole Michelle Thomas Egyptian Arabic course, the foundation, the intermediate, and the vocabulary builder. And I said, I'll just start from the beginning and go all the way through and take my time and, um, you know, use Memorize to, to increase more vocabulary building and listen to a lot of stuff in Arabic, which is great. And I mean, I, I might have to go as far as to learn MSA as well. Just because if I want to listen to the news, you know, um, I need to be able to. And if I want to read Harry Potter, I might need to as well. So, you know, that that's something that's, you know, important too. And I probably will be doing reviews for the intermediate, the vocabulary builder for Egyptian Arabic for Michelle Thomas before the summer is over. And I probably will be doing the MSA review before the summer is over as well. So you guys would have the whole gamut of all the Arabic courses that the Michelle Thomas Method has to offer. Um, you can only use um, my code for the foundation courses. So the foundation, uh, modern standard Arabic and foundation Egyptian Arabic, you can use it for. The vocabulary builder for Egyptian Arabic is 75 US dollars and the um, intermediate Egyptian Arabic course is 90 US dollars on the Michelle Thomas website, M-I-C-H-E-L-T-H-O-M-A-S dot com. So um, saying that, you know, I think that you would get benefit out of knowing both um, you know, mostly MSA for reading and watching news and, and reading a newspaper and all that type of stuff. And then picking a particular dialect. So if you want to learn Egyptian Arabic or Levantine Arabic, which you can actually speak in Lebanon and Jordan and Syria and Palestine and all those countries where they where Levantine Arabic is spoken. And then Iraqi Arabic because of Iraq and, and the other um, um, Arabic countries over there. And then you have Moroccan Arabic, you know, but they're also influenced by France and English as well. And then you have Egyptian Arabic, which is the entertainment capital of the Middle East. And so that's where all your movies and music and TV shows and all that kind of come from. So if you speak that dialect, then you'll be able to be understood by everybody in the Arab world. Um, you know, but if you want to like read the Quran, you might want to learn MSA.
Um, so, and there's nothing wrong with learning it because that way you would have a standard version for business reasons, you know, the news, all that type of stuff. Um, be able to read textbooks and whatnot in that language. So, and, and it is understood by, by everybody in the Arab world, but you're better off learning a dialect from what I've been told. Um, for me, here in Akron, we have a large Lebanese and Egyptian population, so that's why I'm learning both. Um, you know, <laughs> which is fine with me. Um, you know, I, it's all good. I can still order food in, in, in Arabic and be happy. <laughs> um, but I will say, as far as Swedish is concerned, you know, I said I would, I would probably do about two months of it, you know, a two-month mission for myself and get myself to a certain point and, you know, just be happy with it. I don't plan on getting a certification of any kind in any of the languages that I'm learning because... You know, I mean, I enjoy the affiliate marketing side of language learning where I can I can dive into the language. I can give you guys my opinion, you know, and um, what resources I use, what other resources are out there to learn, you know, whatever language it is you want to learn. Um, and I really do enjoy it. Um I would say, you know, if you find yourself dealing with, you know, not being motivated at first with a particular language, then put it down for a while, go to another language, and then come back to it when you're ready or when you think the resources are available for you to be able to use in order to learn that language. Find a group of people that love that language just as much as you do to be able to make friends and communicate with and ask questions. If you're not the best writer on the in the world like I am in regards to writing in other languages other than English, um, then, you know, throw a video up. Because a lot of times people won't mind you practicing how you um, say a particular thing in that language because you want feedback from native speakers and there's nothing wrong with that. You just indicate and, you know, if you speak English, okay, look, um, I'm a beginner. I just want feedback on, you know, my pronunciation or am I saying this right? Or how do you say this correctly? You know, so forth and so on. And people will be more than happy to help you. You just have to be specific as to what you want from them in regards to assistance and you know contact the admin of the group and say hey look i want to join your group this is what my dilemma is um is this okay with you and if they say yes that's fine you know i i would do that because i've had problems in the past where i threw up something forgot to ask and didn't realize that it was a rule that you couldn't do this and i said well this is the only way that i know how to communicate I'm not someone that can read what's on the screen. And, you know, some people understood that. Some people just were ignorant. And you can't change people's minds regardless. You know, I mean, there's some people that think that because you have limited vision or no vision at all, you can't learn anything, which is a falsehood. So, and don't ever let anyone tell you otherwise that you can't do anything. If you put your mind to something and you really want it bad enough, just go for it because it's your life, not theirs. Um, and I, I just need to put that bit of positivity out there because, 
you know, I've been doing this podcasting show on language learning, the visually impaired way for 26 months now. And I can tell you right now, you know, this is like the best thing that I can do to help people learn, um, learn a language, you know, I mean, and it's up to you how you could proceed with your language learning. And if some people can't get that through their head, that, you know, everyone learns differently. So you might be an audit, you might've started out learning with reading large print and you no longer can read large print and you can't do braille maybe because you have sensitivity issues to your fingers so you only can do audio. That's fine too, you're still learning. You're still evolving as a human being and that's what matters, that you enjoy the process. This is a journey, not a race. This is something that you can take with you for the rest of your life. I've made so many friends as a result of learning bits and pieces of somebody's language. I, I, I could say choking to shake the law, but fandom ye fandom. You know, um, which means thank you very much, sir and madam, in in Turkish. Okay, I can say that, but at the same time, you know, merhaba, nusasinesis, bafandom, ya, hafandom, hi, sir and madam, how are you? You know, um, so I mean, it's, 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 it's an amazing thing when you, when you think about it. You know, and I enjoy it. So what little Turkish I remember, I I speak it. What what Greek or Finnish or Icelandic or whatever language I want to pursue. You know, just the fact that you're learning someone else's language and you're trying to speak it. You know, you're not trying to make fun of anybody you're just trying to embrace someone else's culture and learn about someone else's culture through their language and whether you do it because you want to watch movies or listen to music or find a boyfriend or a girlfriend or move to the country or work over there or go to university hey that's fine even if all you want to do is learn enough to be able to cook food and watch cooking shows or talk shows or whatever in the language that's fine too as long as you're enjoying the process of learning the language, that's what matters. You know, so thank you very much. Talk so bra. Hoido. And please. Don't forget to subscribe, review, and give me a rating for the show. The more reviews I have, the more ratings I get, the higher I climb in the language learning charts. And I really want to be, I want to try to get to number one. So if you guys can help me get to number one, I would be eternally grateful. You know, I do this for you guys week in and week out. And so, you know, evidently... I will um, supply the links to the different resources I use for Swedish and any other language. Um, 
in the show notes. Remember, language learning is a journey, not a race. Enjoy the podcast. Enjoy the process. And enjoy your day. And I will see you in the next episode of Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast.